Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Monday the 14th of March and I'm back from Morzine where I had some uh, tremendous uh, skiing. Weather was beautiful. Um, and actually, I even heard a story, Paul, about a some gold in the mountains that was fine. There's a, there's a lake there called Lac d'Or uh, after the gold that was found. But apparently it was a very narrow vein and rather wibbly wobbly is what they described it as. Um, but there you go. I was actually doing a bit of you know mining research whilst I was out there skiing. Oh, uh, anyway, how are you, Paul? I'm fine, thank you. A beautiful day out. It's too bad we didn't have this weather today over the weekend here. Have you ever heard of gold in the, the Alps? I've heard of gold in the Alps, yes. Uh, and as you say, it's been pretty, um, uh, over the years, it had some uh, significance. But in today's terms, they would be considered pretty minor occurrences now. I think they are. It's also, by the way, it's Cheltenham week this week. So, of course, half the city will be down there watching the horses. Uh, if we get any good tips, maybe we'll put them onto this podcast. Anyway, let's get straight on to mining. Uh, let's start with uh, PIX Resources, a client of VSA Capital, but uh, us and uh, EAS, who uh, we worked very closely with in New York, have uh, put together a financing package for them, Paul, and the stock has absolutely jumped about 20% off the back of it, hasn't it? Yes, it has, and it uh, represents in the first instance a $4.5 million raise, uh, US dollars, uh, of uh, share placements. It also is uh, backing from a significant uh, uh, institutional investor as well. And it also comes with uh, indicative interest in a further two uh, uh, follow-on investments, also of four and a half million dollars each for a total of nine million dollars, uh, subject to a mutual agreement between the two outfits. So it's a real good backstop, you would have to say, for uh, ongoing uh, uh, expansion work that PIX is doing for their Mandiri deposit in order to boost even further uh, the uh, uh, mineral sands production in the face of these uh, record high uh, um, zircon prices. And I mean, that's one of the other key bits, isn't it, Paul? That we, you know, zircon prices are very, very strong at the moment. So it is uh, looking pretty good, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. Uh, there's no sign of a weakening, weakening here at this point. And uh, with the I issues around the sanctions of Ukraine, which is such a large minerals producer around the world, uh, the supply chains uh, across uh, all of industry uh, globally is going to be disrupted for some time, I think. Uh, the other interesting thing on PIX resources is that uh, when we dual listed it, uh, to start with, the London listing was trading at about, a, I think it was up to about a 50% discount to the Aussie listing. Uh, there was a fantastic arbitrage there. Uh, the two are actually now trading almost exactly in line at uh, 77p and 139 or whatever it is in, out in Australia. Uh, but yeah, it's going well. Um, Anybody wants more information on PIX resources, then do give us a call. Uh, probably the next story of the day, Paul, is Rio. I see it brought out the rest of Oitugi. Uh, well, yeah, Rio has actually made has made a bid for the rest of Turquoise Hill, which is the minority partner in the Oitugi uh, copper deposit in Mongolia. The indicative uh, interest uh, there would suggest that it's a multi-billion dollar uh, buyout for the remaining portion of about uh, US $2.7 billion. Now, it's about a 32% premium to the current uh, last quoted uh, Turquoise Hill share price, uh, or about $34 Canadian in cash per share. Uh, from my viewpoint here, uh, 
it's probably a good time for uh, Turquoise to uh, bow out, I think, uh, on this uh, situation. I know they've been holding out, or management had been for a number of years now, just to determine what the ultimate size of OU Tulgoy would be and how quickly it might be developed uh, as well, being one of the uh, largest mines in the world, uh, as well as the issues around Mongolia from time to time uh, uh, with uh, the terms of arrangement there. Uh, but uh, most of that is uh, pretty much visible now in the uh, to uh, all parties involved. Uh, uh, including investors. So I can't say that there would be much upside, I would say, from here for turquoise hill. So maybe it's a good time to leave. Uh, the market doesn't like it. Rio stock down 4% first thing this morning. Uh, Makanga Resources, this looks like a, it's a Shanghai Mining Club uh, member, so part of the VSA uh, gang. Uh, they've done an, quite an interesting sort of joint, huge joint venture with all sorts of different people um, to try and establish a uh, a pilot plant for reprocessing, recycling of a rare earth, haven't they? Uh, and hype their Hypermag, which is uh, again a, a division of theirs, so it's stock division is quite rare, but you know what I mean. Um, looks quite an interesting little deal they've set up there. Yes, specifically it's the Hypermag subsidiary of Macango, and that's for the uh, recycling of rare earth magnets, actually, in order to reprocess and uh, recover the chemicals to be uh, formed back in the new magnets. And the significance of this is that this is a UK consortium uh, and specifically designed in order to get a pilot plant uh, into operation here in the UK uh, for this uh, magnet recycling for rare earths of precursors. And the, that uh, up to this point in time had been a plan to uh, uh, that Makango had been working on for a plant on the European mainland, but uh, this is uh, specific for uh, UK development. Yeah, it's got some good good names in that consortium. They're like GKN and that sort of thing. So uh, it's sort of the way forward. The market likes that one. It's up 2% stock now at 26p. It's had a, obviously a very, very good run, but then so have um, rare earths uh, in general, obviously been performing pretty well recently. Um, okay, uh, let's rattle through uh, Pan-African Resources, just moved into Sudan, I believe. Yes, Pan-African, the aim-quoted South Africa gold producer. They hadn't been doing any uh, exploration activities or, uh, outside of uh, South Africa for a number of years now, so this is essentially uh, going into uh, another uh, country. Uh, for the first time in many years. And this time it's uh, Sudan uh, in Block 12 of Northeast Sudan. A, a sizable land position, uh, not too uh, inconvenient. It's also logistically only 70 kilometers from a port. Uh, and uh, it's uh, essentially uh, targeting uh, part of the Arabian Nubian Shield, which uh, is also uh, has uh, structure and stratigraphy, which hosts... Uh, uh, gold-rich uh, volcanic massive sulfide deposits. Uh, so we wish them good luck there. Very good. Anything else you want to finally end up on, Paul, or should we call it that? We've got MC Mining with interim results that they released, MC being the London-quoted uh, South African coal producer. It's a minor interim loss uh, for the period, and they still have about 2 million cash remaining. Uh, they uh, have uh, the Mikado operation. Uh, they they find that uh, with the increasing dislike for uh, institutional investment in coal, that uh, they will be looking to uh, uh, get it uh, 
designed and started uh, as a smaller earlier uh, uh, facility for the Mikado operation. And it's important to re recognize the Mikado being a hard coking coal um, uh, deposit, it, it has a similar significance uh, in South Africa to what our Cumbria coal operation that has been uh, so contentious of late here in the Ukraine would be, or here in the UK would be. All minds are on the Ukraine, aren't they, Paul? Yes, they are. <laughs> and our thoughts are too. Um, okay, uh, let's call it a day there. Thank you very much, Paul, and we'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. Thank you.